Hello, and welcome back to Guerrilla Feminism, the podcast. Um, I have not done one of these in a while. I apologize. School has been hectic. Life has been hectic, etc., etc. Today, though, it is super sunshiny and cold and snowy outside the window here. And I am wanting to talk about this idea that we should be supporting all women at all times. So this kind of came up because International Women's Day was this past week, and there were a lot of great posts um, celebrating women or, you know, uh, talking about International Women's Day, the importance of striking, um, which is what the day is actually really about. Um, And I came across this post that I really (laughs) loved and laughed at and appreciated. And it's got a beautiful floral background and white text that says, Happy International Women's Day, except to the 53% of white women who voted for Trump. So I saw that right away, reposted it on GF's Instagram because it's a fucking awesome post, right? And sorry, I'm a bit sniffly today. And there are currently, well, so 25,364 people liked it. And there are currently 700 comments. Um, I had to turn off comments because shit just got completely out of hand. Um, And it got out of hand because largely of my fellow white folks, of course, always got to bring shit down, right? Um, So there were a lot of comments on this post that were just like, well, I'll read one of them. This person says, this is a vile statement. All women need support in these times, even those that have made the mistake of putting this man in office. My own mother is one of those people, and yet she had raised someone with views completely different than her own, who will probably outlive her and spread a different, better worldview. Be different than those you oppose, not the same. At least we can vote today. That is more than women before us got. So there's a lot of problematic shit happening in that in that statement, and I'll get into that in a second, but that's just an example of kind of the the whole vibe in the comment section of that post, really. Um, and the problem with that is, first of all, it's not a vile statement. Um, it's, it's a factual statement that 53% of white women voted for Trump. And I personally, especially on International Women's Day, do not feel the desire to celebrate or uplift the women who voted for Trump. I also don't really feel the desire to celebrate my fellow white women because we're celebrated quite often as it is. Um, I really see the day as celebrating, um, you know, working class, uh, women of color, um, women outside of the West, you know, like I feel like (sighs) International Women's Day, it, it's really U.S. centric in so many spaces. And so, and it's fucking called International Women's Day. So come on now. Um, so, I, you know, it's already, it's it's an incredibly kind of whitewashed day. 
Um, and I really don't, I don't know. I don't understand people's just disgust with this post. Um, you know, I, I think we can't actually support all women. I think that's really a problematic view to have because there are women out there who are really fucking terrible. Um, women like Ann Coulter, Sarah Palin, um, you know, various types of women who I will never fucking support. Um, I'm not going to celebrate them. I'm not going to uplift them. I'm not going to say, you know, happy International Women's Day to them. Um, I, so I don't understand where these people are, are coming from. I mean, I, I do. Like, I, I know rationally, like, I get it. But I don't get it, if you know what I mean. Like, it's coming out of white privilege. It's coming out of white supremacy. But for me as a white person, I'm just like, what the fuck, people? Get it together. Um, so, and so this person, this specific person continues and says, you know, even though I don't agree with what you say 100% of the time, I support your right to say it. And your bravery in the face of people who are rude and cruel to you. And I, I mean, I told this person, like, I don't want your support. Like, I, you know, sup- you should be supporting women of color first and foremost. Um, and, you know, I don't think this person responded to that, of course. But, but like, this notion that, oh, you're such a great person because you're supporting, you know, all women and even women that you, you know, say you don't, like, you have opposing views. The problem is, it's not, you know, it's not just opposing views. It's like, it's bigoted shit, okay? If you're okay with saying that, like, I'm gonna support these women who, you know, completely fucked over marginalized people, like, I have a problem with that, you know? And and opposing views somebody's bigoted viewpoints, opinions, like that leads to harmful action, harmful behavior. Um, and I don't, I'm not okay with that being excused. So I kind of, uh, you know, again, like I'm not into this whole, like feminism is all about supporting all women at all times for everything. Like, no, it's not because that's not, I, or at least it's not my feminism. I don't know. Maybe other people, you know, again, are more interested in this kind of like liberal cupcakey feminism, but like, I'm just not into that. And I never have been. I think that's a, uh, it can be a decent place to start, especially for, you know, white women. But it becomes a problem when you stay in that space and when you stay in that kind of elementary phase of feminism of like, oh, it's great. It's just about equality. Like, eh, it's actually not, you know, and I don't know. So, God, these comments, you know, other people here are saying, I don't like blanket statements that trash a whole group of people, you know, Blanket statements about about um, oppressors does not oppress them, okay? It doesn't actually harm them, which is why, for instance, I'm totally cool with saying men are trash. Now, when I say men are trash, I'm specifically talking to white men and about white men. As a white woman, I would not say 
I would never say like, you know, men of color are trash or I would never post something about a man of color and say, you know, men are trash. Um, so I think it's really important to understand power dynamics there for sure. Um, but as a white woman, like I'm going to say white men are trash all the, all damn day if I want to. And that kind of a quote blanket statement, same with this, like, you know, white women are trash, etc. Like, it's okay to say that because it's, first of all, it's general. It's not, it's not individualizing the situation. But also, as I said, it's, it's more so about collecting everybody, right? And, and not excusing people for any of their behavior um, and really kind of calling, calling in all white people and being like, look, like, this is fucked up. Like, you shouldn't do this shit. So, you know, this post to me, um, you know, happy International Women's Day, except to the 53% of white women who voted for Trump. Like, I not only, someone asked me, like, why did you post this? What was the point of this? And, you know, I not only posted that because I wanted to call attention to those 53% of white women who voted for Trump, but I also wanted to call attention to, I, I wanted to call in call out all white women because even if you know like I didn't vote for Trump okay I'm a white woman I still can see myself in this post and recognize and you know one of the first things I thought when I saw it was fuck like and I've thought I've thought about this before too when it when this um statistic came out but Um, you know, the thing I thought about was like, how could I, like, obviously I didn't do enough to speak to people in my community, speak to fellow white women and educate them, right? On how you, no, maybe, you know, maybe you shouldn't fucking vote for Trump. Um, so I really see this post as an invitation to all white women to self-reflect on that. Um, and to not excuse ourselves if we didn't vote for Trump. Like, it's still kind of our issue, too, for sure. Like, it's not on people of color to educate white people about this kind of shit. So it's really on other white women who didn't vote for Trump because we didn't do a good enough job collecting our fellow white people or fellow white women specifically and educating them. So people might disagree with me about that. That's fine. I mean, whatever. But I had to turn off comments because there was so much just like fucked up white fragility, white privilege, um, racism. People kept bringing up, well, what about the women of color who voted for Trump? Okay, sure. But like, first of all, you're derailing this fucking comment thread. Secondly, the number of women of color who voted for Trump was very fucking low, okay? And that's not even part of the point, you know? I mean, that's such a thing that white people do to kind of, you know, excuse ourselves from any um, culpability or guilt or et cetera, you know? And we have to not fucking do that. Like, come on. We need to be better than that. Um, someone else comments... Um, this is not fair. <laughs> as long as I know they're women too, and part of 
all this is giving everyone the chance to have recognition of their hard work in this fucked up world and defending their rights. What if they're fighting their own battles? Not with you on this one, guerrilla feminism. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean... I just can't even like this is I also kind of had to shut off comments because for my own fucking mental sanity like really people um I'm not in like I said at the beginning of this I'm not interested in celebrating women for being women um like because that what who is a woman who is who is a woman what is a woman what does that mean what does that language mean Um, There are so many amazing people who are excluded from that term. um, And it's just, it's really, I don't know. I I think, again, just this idea that like, oh, let's celebrate women because they're women. Like it, it seems very liberal feminist to me. And it seems very like second wavy and just kind of like, I don't know. Like, yeah, all women should be celebrated. No, I don't think they should be, you know? Um, there, Like I said, there are some women who really fucking should not be. Um, so that's been kind of... And then I received... Oh, God. I, sorry, I just came across this other <laughs> this other comment where someone said, why is, why is Women's Day being turned into a white-black issue? Like, and of course, this is, you know, from someone who looks to be white. They have, they're very light skinned. Um, again, to asking, you know, asking questions like that or claiming that it's divisive is really fucking problematic. And it's just nonsensical, too. Like, it's, it doesn't, it, it doesn't go anywhere. Um, and it's really unfair and ridiculous to people of color to have to see that kind of shit over and fucking over. Um, so this thread was just a fucking dumpster fire, which has been added to the uh, dictionary, apparently. Uh, I read some article about that this past week. It's pretty awesome. Um, so I had to turn off comments, which I don't, you know, people accuse me of doing very frequently. And... Uh, for some things that, yeah, I do have to. So I don't know. Sorry. Uh, but you know, and I, I commented in this thread later, like if us white women weren't allowed to comment on this post, how many upset comments would be here right now? Because honestly, of these 700 comments, they're mostly from hurt white people who this post is just kind of like, it's, it's tearing at them too much and they don't want to feel and that's not okay. And that's part of our work as white people to actually feel and to feel guilty and to feel sad and to feel um, like we fucked up because we have. And, you know, to actually take accountability and then do something about it. So that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. The second thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, God. <laughs> Another another post that uh, I had to kind of, you know, turn comments off of was this issue that has come up with the Women's March organizers. So one of the Women's March organizers, um, Tamika Mallory, was accused of anti-Semitism. 
um, because mostly because she supports um, Farrakhan and uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan, and he has some pretty fucked up uh, problematic views. He's he's blatantly anti-Semitic. He's transphobic. He's homophobic. Um, but he's also done a lot of good things for people in the black community. Um, and so my question I posed was, you know, how are we able to hold space for both of these things, right? Are we able to hold space for the fact that this person, Farrakhan, um, is super, like, bigoted, right? But he's also helped members in his community. Um, Are we able to hold space for that? Are we not able to hold space for that? I mean, I think... It's unfortunate that in a lot of feminist spaces, it's really kind of, you know, it's all or nothing. And, you know, I've certainly interacted like that before, too. And it's something I work on still because it's easy, especially online, to kind of just, like, be like, yeah, fuck this person forever. Like, you know, they haven't done anything, like, decent because they did this one they did this one horrible thing or they, you know, whatever it might be. And I'm not trying to, you know, diminish the real harm that uh, Farrakhan has caused people at all. Um, but, I, you know, I do want to, I, I think like for Tamika Mallory, I don't think her career should be like ended. I don't think she should be, quote, dragged for her, you know, association or following of um, Farrakhan. Um, now I think it's problematic that she hasn't really, like she's, she's come out with a a statement and the women's march came out with a statement, but neither statement was very forceful about, you know, like, Hey, I don't support his anti-Semitic views. I don't support his transphobic views. Um, and I think if she, if she were to just say that, like that would probably be good, (laughs) right? Um, and I kind of question why she's not just saying that. Um, and I think that's where, you know, we do have to hold her accountable and other people accountable because, you know, I get it. Like we all, um, I think, appreciate some really problematic and potentially bigoted, harmful people. Um, and maybe they've done really great things for other, you know, for different communities, But we still have to acknowledge, like, yeah, they've said some fucked up shit about, like, so-and-so, et cetera. Um, Like, I think about, for myself, like, I used to be a huge Andrea Dworkin fan, which I know will surprise probably a lot of people, because she was pretty fucking swerfy, she was pretty fucking turfy, and she, I mean, she had a lot of interesting views, to say the least. Um, and I, you know, I I definitely do not, you know, I'm definitely not a fan of hers in the way that I once was once, you know, because once you learn more, you you know, once you know better, you do better kind of thing. Um, but I do still appreciate kind of some of the things she has done, um, you know, her attention to survivors of rape, um, and things like that. And some of her quotes are just really fucking badass. Um, 
But she still, like, I still have to acknowledge that she was fucking harmful to certain people. Um, and, and so I think, you know, in this kind of age of disposability and this very easy way that we all kind of can dispose of people, specifically online, are there ways we can hold, hold space and, and nuance for, you know, these kinds of conversations and these issues in ways that aren't just, okay, well, there, this person is 100% evil because, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, are there ways that we can actually confront that and, and recognize, yes, this person is fucked up because of these things, but, and this doesn't excuse that, um, and maybe not saying but, because that kind of deletes what you just said before, rather, and they did this stuff, which was really cool and, you know, helpful for at least some people. Um, I don't know. It's it's a question that I consistently kind of think about for myself and in my own, uh, you know, interactions and my own readings. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. If people want to comment um, on this and and speak to that, I would be quite interested to hear what you have to say. Because, again, I'm still trying to figure it out for myself and, and what that means. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> so that's a little bit of what's going on uh, over here at uh, Gorilla Feminism <laughs> um, on the Instagram page. Some other big news. Uh, I republished the Gorilla Feminism Facebook page. And I kind of did that because a couple things. I did, I did miss, I missed it. And I also received a lot of messages from people who uh, really appreciated it and missed the accessibility of being able to share articles because, you, you know, it's harder to do that on Instagram. And so I really kind of thought about that and was like, well, maybe I will just republish it. Uh, so it is back up and I'm posting on it. However, and I said this in one of my, um, one of my posts there that moderation will be limited, um, just for my own mental health, my own mental sanity. Um, I can't, I'm just, I'm really, I'm realizing that I cannot heavily moderate both spaces, the Facebook and the Instagram page, um, as, as much as I was before. And so I'm really uh, feeling committed to moderating the Instagram space right now and um, have been doing that. And so that's where heavy moderation will, will be happening. Uh, the Facebook page, it's kind of going to just be a free for all. Obviously, um, I will look through some comments and if there are like obvious trolls or, you know, people being harmful, I will um, remove those people, but it's not going to be as diligent as it once was. So just FYI. Um, other big news that I'm excited to share is that I recently signed with a literary agent, um, which I'm really excited about. And I'm hoping to write a book about guerrilla feminism. So I'm working on a book proposal and uh, to be clear, a literary agent, um, signing with a literary agent does not mean I have a book deal. That's not what that is. Um, a literary agent is really um, somebody who can help you 
with a book proposal and help you potentially get a book deal. But it is not, you know, I don't have a book deal. So um, we'll see where this might go. But I'm excited at the prospect of it and would love to hear any suggestions for content. Like, you know, right now I'm, I'm specifically interested in writing about guerrilla feminism and sort of a digital activist guide. Um, and so if you have suggestions or, you know, things you would like to see in a book like that, please do send them my way. You can comment below. You can um, email me. Um, my contact info is uh, pretty accessible all over the Internet. So, so yeah, that's that. Um, what else? What else should we talk about today? I, I apologize for kind of the... <laughs> the messiness of this podcast it's I'm still trying to kind of find a flow with it and um figure out uh you know like what I'm gonna say and do each time and it's very different a solo podcast is very different than a a podcast with someone else and so doing this podcast feels really kind of awkward to me compared with doing Dames with Demons, which is with my best friend. Um, you know, it's just, it's different. And so I'm still kind of trying to figure out what I'm doing. So I appreciate everybody who is listening to this and hanging in here with me <laughs> as I kind of grow this and try to figure things out and hopefully try to make things more, a little more organized and, um, consistent and clear, et cetera, et cetera. And um, last but not least, I would like to end today to just a uh, huge shout out and thank you to my Patreon supporters. Um, you all are fucking fabulous. Um, you've helped me reach my goal, two goals now. Um, and that's amazing. And um, it kind of makes me want to cry because... <laughs> Um, it just feels really great to have support from people and, um, it's, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't have words for it. It's just really amazing and great and validating to myself and my work. So thank you so fucking much. Um, I think I need to do a few shout outs because I haven't done some, um, for people who support me at the $5 level. Um, so let me just um, go through and find these these rad folks real quick. Um, I would shout out all of you if I could, but that's part of the $5 um, level is shout outs. So I want to make sure I respect the fact that people are, you know, specifically, um, yeah, doing that. So Amber... Um, Amber Anderson, Kitty Clark, Calamity Amelie, Danielle, Sarah, Witkowski Baker, Cassiopeia, Swati, Bhaskar, Kevin, Mazaros, Janine Johnson, Jean Supin, Jenna Condi, Domenica Dallavecchia, Nicole Froze, Brenna Cleland, Christina, Alicia Ray, Amy Calma, um, Annika Willoughby. This is going to take me a long fucking time. I think I've shouted out these people before, but um, Casey Sullivan, Elmheen Deirdre, uh, Tori Crawford, Maria Curran, 
Kendra Meyer, Sarah Ellen, Jessica Snyder. Shout out Jessica, who's also in Madison. Nadja Peterson, Jeremy Adrian Gill, Stephanie Brandenburg, Mina Karimi. Thank you all so much for your patronage. I really appreciate it. Um, and thanks to my new patrons today. Um, Felix Walsh, you're awesome. And Kitty Clark, you were also the new person too. So thanks. Shout out, special shout out to you. And I think that's it for today's episode. Um, I'm happy to hear suggestions for topics or feedback about this podcast at any time. So please do um, let me know. And once again, thanks for listening.